baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Somebody asking about the conversation we were going to have about whether uh, how when you correct somebody when they get your name wrong. We will do that at eleven oh eight. We will do that mm-hmm. at eleven oh eight because uh, if you missed it, we had a guest mm-hmm. on before. Jordana called him the wrong name, then he called her the wrong name. I think he did it on purpose, but uh, we'll get to that later. But let's get to Tom. Tom Lammers, our good friend Tom, who joins us all the time. Tom, man, you're a good Tom. friend of mine. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> Tom yeah, Lassers. well, you got it. You got it wrong, Adam. It's oh. Tim Lamers. Lamers, I'm lame oh. because I do lame movie reviews. That's it's all tied in. Never. On that note, Never. on the lame movie reviews, let's get to that. The Hunger Games: A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which was going to be the name of my first album had I uh, pursued music. But really, <laughs> yeah. Let's hear a little the of that. Ballad of Songbirds we, and Snakes. Before we get to the Hunger Games, let's hear. Listen. Uh, Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Tim, what do we think here? Uh, is it true to the original that, Hunger Games? Well, yes and no. I mean, you know, the, you have the director, Francis Lawrence, who did the last three of those first four films, and he is the director of this one, which I think is really important because you have to maintain that tone, that feel, that look. What's interesting about this is that it has somewhat of a different look because you have to remember this is the 10th Hunger Games we're talking about, whereas the Jennifer Lawrence film, the first one in 2012, was the 70th. So things came a long way. You know, uh, it, with this one, it's the 10th, so it's more retro-looking, which I think is kind of interesting and kind of cool. It wasn't just a wash, rinse, repeat of the original. That's what I was afraid of coming into this. I wasn't really that excited but I have to admit, I was pleasantly surprised by what I saw with this movie. I, Jordana, were you a big Hunger Games uh, fan? You know, I'm a little embarrassed to say I never watched it. I haven't either. The, really? <laughs> I've okay, never, seen, I've never seen a Hunger Games. Well, I think it's because our kids were young, Adam, when this all came out. So, And you know when you have toddlers, you sort of like step back from popular culture and society because you're so busy raising kids. And, you know, you can't watch certain things on TV because, oh, TV's bad for the kids. You can't watch that. And you miss out on this whole, like, generation of pop culture. So, I don't know. Maybe I should watch it. Should I watch it now, Uh, Tim? Well, this is the great thing. I mean, it's a prequel. So the only thing that you really need to know was in those original films, uh, the president of Panem, which is the, the, the state with, containing the capital over, and they hold sway over these 12 districts because this is like a po- post-apocalyptic dystopian America is what we're looking at now. Um, he was the main bad guy. Well, it's the younger version of him in this particular film it's the 18 year old version played by an actor who's quite impressive who i never really heard of named tom blight so uh you could start pretty much fresh i mean the stakes are pretty much the same 
these districts tried to revolt against the Capitol at one point and to punish them. They have these hunger games uh, where people from 12 districts, and they're all starving, they select a, a, ma a male and a female from each mm. district, and they throw them in an arena, and it's like a gladiator battle to the death. And so Jeez. it's a good thing, Jordana, you don't want your young kids watching this sort of stuff, yeah. right? Yeah, you don't. Uh, and, mm. the, and the winner, they, you know, would go the spoils where, you know, their district would be provided with food. Uh, if I can recall, again, it's been so darn long. Um, it was a different game thing with the 10th one in this songbirds and snakes sort of thing. You know, the other thing about this movie, it, it features Rachel Zegler, who's taken a lot of heat over her uh, Snow White comments makes you forget that she's really a talented actor. She is a hell of a singer, because you got to remember, we saw her for the first time in West Side Story, Steven Spielberg's remake. So I'm glad that they're putting um, her, her talents to, they're showcasing her talents in this film. Although when you're talking about a, a movie where people fight to the death, does singing always work in the middle of it? I don't know. It's not right? a musical, but it feels awkward at times. Wait, what's what's the Snow White controversy? I don't know that. She was on the red carpet at a convention uh, where she and Gal Gadot, who's going to be playing the evil queen, she's called the original prince, the prince in the original cartoon, a stalker. <laughs> that didn't oh. sit too good for with, with Snow White fans. And she kind of just... Oh. You know, she really didn't paint the original cartoon in a in a favorable light. So that really upset fans. Good thing for her with this picture. When she shows her talents, she can act. She can sing. Mm -hmm. She's got a hell of a presence on screen. That's hopefully hopefully this is that the, the, all that controversy is going to dissipate because Snow White's not coming out for another year. So, uh, yeah, I, I love that you have a premise that isn't entirely original. I'm okay with that as long as it's done well. Not only do you have those two actors, you have Peter Dinklage, who, talking mm, about a guy who's him. never seen anything, I've never seen him in Game of Thrones. So uh, he is terrific, and Viola Davis is terrific. They're the two villains, and they mm -hmm. just have such of a dominating presence. So the acting is terrific, the setting, it's, it's a beautiful movie to look at, even though it's ultimately kind of depressing. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just it really hits on all cylinders. I was really, really surprised. you got to make room for some Game of Thrones at some point. Well, I do. You know, I, I've seen Peter Dinklage in other films, yeah. and the first film I saw him in, and I mentioned this today earlier, is um, a, a movie called The Station Agent, where I knew right from the get-go that this guy was enormously talented. Yep. And oh, I'm genius. so glad that his star has risen the way it has. And again, yeah, mm -hmm. maybe I should see Game of Thrones, but certainly whatever, I don't know if he was a villain in that or not, but he nope. is playing a high level of villainy in this. And it's mm -hmm. amazing. No, he's, he's a, scary. Yeah. He's, he can be scary. Uh, the streaming pick this week on Showtime Paramount Plus series, it's called The Curse with Emma Stone and Nathan Fielder. Let's listen to that. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
Okay, so this okay, is Okay, when not... you have to t- tell people that you're good people, that's suspect. So what is happening <laughs> I'm here? About that's what that's what social media is for, to tell everybody that what is, Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, well, this kind of it throws uh, uh, water on the whole reality series things where you think everything's reality, but a lot of stuff is staged. Yeah. And in particular, Nathan Fielder, who uh, is married to Emma Stone in this movie. It's not, they're play-play characters. Uh, they're a newly married couple making this HGTV-type reality series where they go to this small town and try to uh, transform it into a place where there's eco-friendly homes. But obviously some of this stuff is manufactured, and they try manufacturing this shot where he gives this girl trying to make money for her family, selling a six-pack of Sprite or whatever. He gives her 100 bucks, and that's because that's all he had. He tries to take it back from her, and then she curses him. Emma Stone's character says, you know what? I, this curse stuff creeps me out. You need to give it back. Well, once he's cursed, things get worse and worse and worse. Oh I don't know if I would have seen this series if not for the fact that somebody as high profile as Emma Stone was doing it. Nathan Fielder, he does this series, if you've never seen it, it's called Nathan for You. Yep. And have you seen it? No, but I, I've, I'm familiar with him. He's extremely funny. And our uh, producer today, Charlie Weiss, is a big fan of his. Oh, Charlie, you got to tell him. I mean, it is, it is hilarious stuff. I mean, it's kind of a reality show where Nathan Fielder has this business background and he tries to transform small businesses with these very unorthodox ideas. I mean, it is a laugh-out-loud funny show. When you combine him with Benny Sadfee, um, who, with his brother, made the movie Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw it yet, uh, Jordana, because Adam and I recommended it yes. to you. These guys are off kilter, too. I mean, you have to admit, Adam, Uncut Gems has got a, a weird vibe. Oh, yeah, it, it? which is why yeah. I liked it so much, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when you combine Nathan Fielder with the Sadfee uh, brothers, or one of them, you get this very strange series uh, where, yes, they expose all the shenanigans that are going on with these reality shows. Um, but, you know, right now, since there's only, I think the second episode comes out today, we're going to see how far this curse goes. But I will tell you with the first uh, episode, again, it's, it's Showtime on Paramount Plus, if you have that streaming service, is it's very uncomfortable to watch. Mm. There's some really weird things that go on with this show. So... Fair warning. That's all I'll say. I can't describe for you exactly because Emma Stone is doing something on screen that I never anticipated her doing. So it's, I, have to, oh. I have to applaud her, though, for taking risks because she's taking yeah. a big risk with this show. I love me some Emma Stone. Yeah. She's, she's great. Fantastic. She's great. She's great in this. And Nathan Fielder is a great actor, and he's kind of an extension of himself uh, with Nathan for you. But that, I think it's on Max. Charlie, you could confirm that for sure. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, so it, it, it is a terrific show. And again, just prepare yourself for something you wouldn't expect. It's really awkward, but really, really funny. You can read more of Tim at directconversations.com. Always a pleasure to have you, Tom Limmers. Uh, really <laughs> Tom appreciate Lamers. you joining us. Thank you, Jordana Grain and Adam yeah. Cartier. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> the founder of the Diamond Company. That's right. That's I got it going for me. That's my side there, gig. Brother. That's my side gig. Uh, I will oh, talk to you next Wednesday because yes. of Thanksgiving. Right. So we'll talk then. Thanks, Tim. Happy to do it. Happy to do and it. Have, have a great, great weekend. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Have a great weekend.
Do yeah, you correct? Uh, Go ahead. Oh, it's just Nathan Fielder. You know where I was familiar? I, I hadn't heard of Nathan Fielder before. He was at a Mets game. There's video of this where you know how they show celebrities on when they're yeah. at games and then they show, you know they're on the jumbotron and they wave. They put him on the jumbotron and he just stared at the camera like he was super annoyed by it. And then he look away and then look back. It's just it was hilarious. So and that's the best comedic actor working right yeah, now. Yeah, it's it's it was just brilliant and it was funny. Does he have a does he do does he do stand up, Charlie? Uh, I, know you're I a believe fan. he's done some stand up before, but he mostly he does just shows and movies and yeah. he, he produces a lot of things. If you ever saw How To with John Wilson uh in New York, he produced okay. that. Okay. Well I might have to Google some Nathan Fielder for the uh for the weekend. Yeah, there you go. And Charlie's recommendation. It's ten fifty. That's a Lindis construction time check. We'll be right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 